Welcome to the 105th edition of the Wolf Whistle podcast, the podcast which interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club. A quick announcement before we start. We've partnered up with the Green Duck Brewery in Stourbridge to launch our new 4% session IPA, Wet Your Wolf Whistle. 20% of the profits are going directly to the 1P36 Family Trust. So to order your beer, get on to www.greenduckbrewery.co.uk and go to their shop. So, as you know, Wolves fans, the podcast we interview former players of our great club and we are breaking ground this week and we're interviewing a player who never played for the Wolves but he's got a great story to tell nevertheless. So, Steve, how are you, mate? How you doing? You right, guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good, thank you, Steve. Now, you recently uh, did, a, did a fantastic dinner for charity um, at the Mount Hotel. Yeah. I mean, you had a fantastic rivalry with Steve Ball. When you was playing for Leicester, obviously, Bully was playing for the Wolves. So I'm calling this podcast Red Rag to a Ball. Now, now... <laughs> now for you, Steve. You, you know it was a massive rivalry, but you, you you were almost the best of enemies, weren't you? Yeah, I guess I guess we were. Um, I mean, when you when I look back now and and you look at the rivalry between Wolves and and Leicester and and, and obviously the other um, you know local uh, clubs, Forest Derby and everything else. Wolves was a a tasty match between us because of what. Me and Bully brought to the table, and the yes. fans, you know, they reveled in the the, the, the fact that uh, you know how we played, how we how we fought each other. Yeah, um, some of the tactics that were used was incredible. But I can, I can, when I look back, it, you know, Molyneux was a frightening place to to play, um, but, uh, and you know, just the fans alone. Besides Bully, you know, um, first of all, it, it was a very intimidating atmosphere. Yeah, uh, but I loved them games, you know, and uh, and obviously what we created, me and Bully, was uh, was a rivalry that, that not many other clubs had, really. No, I mean, and uh, it's surprised that we only had one red card each. It's, it feels like more, you know, and probably should have been, but um, we, uh, you know, we're very good mates now. And uh, when I, I came to to Wolverhampton, and, yeah. Uh, the, the people there were fantastic with me, you know, and, and I think they uh, appreciate now when they look back what how we both uh, played for our clubs and how our loyalty uh, stuck with us, and um, and we're very similar with our attributes in that sense, and um, and the fact that we fight for our club, yes. you know, and, and we both did that, and, and it made them them games special for me. Oh, I've never, I mean, never played in games and. Uh, and I can tell you, you know, um, you all the Wolves fans are from the bottom yard, they were, uh, I loved it. I loved the, the volatile things. That, you know, you're just unbelievable atmospheres, uh, even at Filbert Street. So, so yeah, um, it, it was it, um, special memories for me. I mean, what was really interesting was that back, back then, um, you know, we weren't always in the same division as our local rivals, i.e. West Brom, Birmingham, Warsaw and Villa. So Leicester did seem to be a local derby. Now, what's interesting, you, you speak about, because you, you got, this is a great statistic, by the way, you got sent off in your career, you hold the most red cards in the league, 13. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, Steve, that's incredible because how many? The, the, the question I'm getting to is how many would it be in in the days of VAR today? <laughs> three then at least <laughs> so you know when you think really uh, but you know I was brought up in a in a, in a world of uh, when I first started my career 17 and it, it was frightening you know with um, with what was going on then people being punched in the chair you know right through doors at, at Wigan Athletic when I was there as a young 17 year old and you yep. were brought up in that kind of you know, Larry Lloyd strung me up on my first red card, strung me up by my throat in the, in the dressing room, you know. And um, we were taught, you know, to be tough and, 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 and hard then. I mean, to, to be honest with you, Steve Bull, um, the, the, the reasons behind why it all happened, this is because I found it difficult playing against Bully. He was fast, he chased everything. He, yeah. he was an incredible player, and I, and, and honestly, all I in my mind, I needed to slow him down. It, it, yes, that's the kindest way I could put this. Um, and that if that meant kicking him off the park, you know, that's what I needed to do. And um, you know, but he, he he just kept bouncing up and getting getting <laughs> on with it, keep chasing everything. Um, he never give up on anything. He'd shoot from anywhere. He could yeah. score, you know, anything. Any kind of goal he could score. And uh, it was the biggest handful that I've ever played against at that time. And and that's saying something. Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that, that that's high praise coming from you, Steve. The, the, the type of centre-half you were. You know, you were an old-fashioned centre-half. One match, I believe, you ended up with... <laughs> This is, I mean, it, this just wouldn't happen today. You did end up with Bully's teeth marks in your head, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I've still got the stitches there, yeah. You know, but uh, the, the one thing I used to do was use my head a lot to try and, you know, just to try and um, and, and keep things rather than punching someone, you know. <laughs> It was a, a you know quite an easy one that you could get away with a lot really if you used it correctly and uh, yeah but it, you know it, I've still got them teeth marks in my head three four stitches and get you know but I liked a bit of blood and bully knows that you know I was I was I was nuts in a sense you know of, of how I used to lose it you know I was one of these people who's eye for an eye really normally but <coughs> excuse me but bully was just on a different level yeah. So, in the early days, I had to, you know, you know, I learned the hard way. He always scored against us as well, which hurts. You know. <laughs> I was going to rattle off some stats, but you know, I, I, I don't even know how many it was, Steve. But the, there was one match at Molyneux, and I remember this vividly. Um, we won, I believe. Sorry to sorry to remind you of this, Steve. Wolves won, I believe it was five 0 Bully scored at trick. And we spent half the game, well, probably more than that, probably 70% of the game singing, Walshy, what's the score? Yeah. Walshy, Walshy, what's the score? You know, it was always in the warm-ups anywhere I went. And yeah. um, there's, a, there's a quick story, you know, and I think I told it that night when um, when I went to uh, Godtree Prison. Yeah, oh yeah, great story this is. Five, six years ago and... Uh, it was incredible, really. How you know? I mean, I taught, I finished in two thousand and one, twenty to twenty-two years ago, isn't it? Yeah. So this was only five, six years ago, I think. And uh, so you go through the prison, and I was I was meant to be referee in this uh, inmates five-a-side tournament, and um, so they took me through, and uh, there was a, a guy, you know, with all the keys protecting me, and there were two guards at either side because you know you never know, do you? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, 
this Wolves fan, uh, I didn't I didn't see him at first, but he he was just behind me. He's going, and, he, and I could just hear. He just came over to me, and, and and he was as he went past. He said, "Bully's gonna get you." <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And, uh, so then we go outside, and uh, within two minutes of the game, I'd met an error in a in a decision that I gave. Because I never really refereed refereed a game, and never mind, it was a cauldron. All the inmates were let out to, to watch this by the side. So as soon as I made this mistake, he came up to me right in my face and gave me a look. I said, "Look, I'm not a fucking rep, you know. I'm uh, <laughs> you know, just come here just to do this." And um, and he and he just whispered in me ear, "Bully's gonna get you." <laughs> Yeah. There was a one one uh, one lad won seven um, days daily mirror newspaper, you know, they were jumping up and down and uh so, yeah, it. He, he was he was unbelievable. I can't get away from Bully at all. Anywhere I go he's, uh, he's there. So you, you... And he, that's how he was on the pitch. So... He was an incredible player. And um and the reasons, you know, I think the Bulls fans know that the, the reasons why I needed to stop him was and that's the only you know, tool in the locker I could do was 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 brute force, but yeah. saying that I, I could play. Don't get me wrong, I, I could read him at times, but he was just he was a, a handful, and uh, and and you know I can remember him every time we would shake me hand, shake me hand after. Um, this was totally on the pitch, nothing yes. else. You know, and and he, he just got on with it. I've never seen a player been hurt as much as him and get on on. You know, and then yeah. and he'd, he'd always try and get muchy onto me as well. So. <laughs> Yes. You never think this, you know, and, and I must, I've got to say this, that, um, you know, there's, there's, I nearly actually signed for Wolverhampton. You did, I was going to come to that, you, yeah. I, be, I believe it was 2001, it was Colin Lay that, that nearly signed Colin you. Lee. Yeah. Yeah, well I went, you know, I, I was a bit mixed up with leaving Leicester, you see, I just left. And, yeah. Um, so Colin Lay, um, he asked me to go to his house, I went to his house, and then he said, right, you're coming down to the training ground. And I remember Julian Lescott was there. Um, there a few players, you know. Yeah. And um, and I had to see. Uh, they wanted me to do a training session, and and uh, I sat in, I sat in the dressing room, and I'm thinking, fucking hell, I'm sat here with Steve Bull, <laughs> in this dressing room, and I'm thinking, oh, God, this isn't right, you know. Um, but it nearly happened because Jez Moxie, um, he was the chairman at the time. Yes. I'm sure he was. And uh, he was the, sorry, was the chief exec at the time. Yeah, chief exec. Chief exec. Yeah, that's right. But I, I, negotiations were with him, and um, so when I um, when I <laughs> when I was going home, uh, obviously while I was there, I thought Let, let's just let's just um, go in big and just say look and then just outprice this so that I don't go. Not yes. Take yeah. It, you know. So that's what happened, and um, and they said yes. <laughs> 
I was on the train on the way home going, wow, uh, you know, I've got a month here on so, so much money. Um, Brilliant. You know, but it was, you know, thinking to myself, I just can't do this. Leicester fans will kill me. Wolves fans will slaughter me anyway. <laughs> and, uh, but they probably wouldn't have done because, you know, they yeah. the club through anything. And, and that would have been remarkable to, if that would have happened, it, it would have been incredible. Um, it, it would have been so, tough. So, yeah, I went back on the train. Yeah. And, um, and then I had a call from Tony Cotty at Norwich. Ewan Roberts was there. He played at Leicester. So there was Tony Cotty, him. And I thought, well, I just may as well go to Norwich here just for a couple of years just to finish off my uh, footballing career. And, and, and that was it. So I nearly became a Wolves player, um, believe it or not. Incredible. I, I mean, Steve, we, we would have we would wholeheartedly supported you. But it, what yeah. was interesting about, about your departing Leicester was... You'd played over 500 games for the club. You, you know, you, you, you was a hero. You was worshipped by the fans. There was a really special moment as well where injuries meant you reverted from centre-back to striker and you become a, a goal-scoring sensation. Two League Cups for the club, played in the Premier League. Yeah. You also played in Europe, but it ended pretty badly for you, didn't it, Steve, at the club? Yeah, it did. It did. It was shocking, really. Um, you know, and it shouldn't happen to anybody who's given the life and soul to a, to a football club you yes. know, like me and Steve have and uh, you know but you get somebody in like P Peter Taylor Tater Peel I call him <laughs> Peter Taylor the Tater so Peeler who really wanted to be out of the club as soon as he day one you know and he made it very difficult um, you know t telling me he'd run me up the stand and things like this kept um, I think his name was John Butler or Steve Butler sorry who was his right hand man was coming up and giving me another club you know to go to every day um, and uh, you know and then, then Wolves obviously was the, the one yeah. um, but you know it, it was a sad end for me when I, from a career that um, you know the chairman shouldn't have let this happen I uh, don't know why but um, you know it, these things happen in football you just chucked on a shelf and uh, yes. but now you know Leicester are really good with me um, these new owners have been absolutely brilliant from day one since um, get go and uh, yeah so so things are good now but it wasn't, it wasn't great it, it was a, an awful time in your career and time and, and it still has affected me even to this day you know yeah. still could have been there could have been needed in that dressing room they got relegated that season uh, even though they went top of the league early on I believe and um, you know Pete Taylor took him, took him right back down he wasted a lot of money um, you know some signings I can buy uh, Benjamin you know look at, the, you look at them look back and think he's wasted so much money and um, and he shouldn't have been allowed it and systematically he um, he sent us into administration oh. wow yeah no, I mean no one wants uh, no one yeah, wants that Steve somebody can do that you know um, it, you know, it, it's just it's just sad that that can happen. And I, I'm a loyal person. My my father worked at British Aerospace building tornado aeroplanes. I think it was for fifty odd years. Had thirteen weeks off in in fifty odd years. You know, so you can see where um, me and Bully were how how we're brought up. How yeah. you know you know you love the club that you pay for. You you get contracts that are, are legally binding and you don't break them. And now you see now it's player power. It's just uh, oh, it's, it's a greed. It's greed. Um, and then you know I would have played for nothing to play at the top level, and that's what what I did when I first came to Leicester. So uh, yeah, but uh, but still it was uh, there were Wolverhampton Wanderers in my you know I used to collect all these um, when I was a kid, a little kid, you know, yeah. seven and eight, and collecting all the you know I remember all, all the Derry Dugan, all these cards that you used to collect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wolves were massive, but you know. 
and uh, and I must admit when I play in that stadium, it's when it's when it's full and it's uh, you know a full in full voice. It's, yes, uh, it, it is a scary place to play it, for it, anybody. You know, oh, it can, it can be um, a good home kind of ground to play on. Oh, absolutely, it can be a very intimidating place. So much so there was. Actually, this is quite interesting. The two times that you got sent off playing against each other, you got sent off yeah. in '92 at Molyneux, and Bully got signed uh, sent off at '1990 yeah, at Filbert Street. The first one, because the, the stand wasn't um, was it the, uh, was, there was uh, was it the change rooms or the stand wasn't built? Yeah, that's stand. right. Cause it, that's right because the Waterloo Road stand was being knocked down, so the changing rooms that's were in porter cabins. Yeah. And you came out of the tunnel at the, the, one of the four ends. Which yes. It was a long walk for me when I got sent off. <laughs> but, you know, it was a stupid thing. Being bullied, got tangled in a challenge and I just stuck my head in his face and he just deliberate, you know. Yeah. Again, was getting the upper hand and, um, and, and I resorted to some of my old tactics. The dark arts. Deserved the red card. And, uh, you know, if anything, you, you know, when... I don't dive and I don't, and neither does he really, but I did, um, you know, I've got to admit that when he punched me at, um, at Filbert Street, yes. you know, he didn't, he didn't even, I don't think it even hit me, I don't think he did anyway, but uh, I feel bad for that, you know, I feel like I let him down with England being there, and I didn't like that, I didn't like it at all. Wait, wait, uh, can I just jump in there, Steve, because that, that's right, Bobby Robson was in the stand, he was watching Bully, it was 1990, and... Listen, Bully lashed out at you. He, he, he got sent off, but for you, let's let's be completely honest. Yes, well, I, I, I didn't. Bully, Bully got sent off. Then, yeah, he? yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry, he lashed out at you, and obviously, he got sent off. Yeah. But from your point of view, if you can't stop him on the pitch, if there's a chance of you getting a, a player like Bully sent off, come on, you, you're gonna do it, aren't you, Steve? Yeah, but, but no, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't work like that. I, I didn't like it. I didn't yeah, like what I did, you know, and. You know, I've never really done that before, so <laughs> myself. But you know, like you say, I suppose, and anybody else will say that you know, at least we got him off because you win the game then. Well, so absolutely. Win the game. Yeah, I forget what the score was now. I think we did win it. Yeah. All oh, right, yeah, I'll have to look back at that. But Bobby Robson was in the stand, and Bully actually, he says, when I was walking off the pitch, I actually thought that's it, my, my England dreams over. He went on to play in a World Cup, so it couldn't have been that bad. Um, no, no. But thirteen, no, it's just one of them reaction things, and um, it was just you know just madness from us both. But there you go, it happened, and that was one more, wasn't it? So well, not one more, but one yeah, more, we had one sending off each. So thirteen, yeah. thirteen red cards. <laughs> it, it did, it did. 13 red cards, though, Steve, in your career. I mean, I mean that, that percentages-wise, that is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I guess so, you know. And um, it started, like I say, from an early age. Billy Whitehurst was a guy who, uh, an animal for me, you know, in them days. And my first ever game, you know, I played against him. He just headbutted me off the ball and bust me nose and... But you get on with it. Don't yeah. I chased him round. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, because like I say, that's what I what I did. It was an eye for an eye for me in them days. Um, because you know it was tough, and it was always on the pitch, not off it. Um, never spilled off off at all. But um, yeah, so Billy White's an animal. He was the toughest player I've ever played against. I'm guessing Bully's played against him. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Um, right. He knows him anyway. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, but there was only a couple of other people. One was Bobby Campbell, a Scottish guy, played for Bradford City, uh, squeaky voice guy. Um, he once 
you know, he was an animal. He, you know, and they drink whiskey before the game. I seen him before the bar in the bar, you know, drinking whiskey before the game, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, that's what happened. Then Bobby Charlton managed um, Wigan Athletic for about three months, and uh, I remember the first game he played, he, he brought a bottle of Bell's whiskey round for the older players, not for me, of course, or the younger players, you know. Um, but, Brilliant. <laughs> but that's how it was in the old days, and I was brought up the old school way, and I suppose that spilled off a little bit silly you know and, and created um you know like a i don't know like um like, like just a, a when i say an eye for an eye it was you you hurt me and i hurt you back it, yes redemption really you know that i was looking for you you bust me and i was out, out i mean what same. what sort of things did you get sent off for steve was it was it tackles was it elbows was it punches headbutts yeah, yeah yeah well i mean you know my, my, my last red card against chris sutton cost me 60 grand my very first one cost me 25 grand and, uh, for Leicester it was. My first one for Leicester it was David Geddes. He elbowed me three times and I, and I kept telling the ref, look, you know, he, he's fucking elbowed me three times and he's seen him yeah. and, and he just laughed at me and um, the ref just laughed and it just spilled over then. I, I'd lost me, me head and uh, the next uh, goal kick, I, I see him come in and I just elbowed him but it was that bad, he, you know, his teeth came out, broke his jaw and it, and it was, I had to go down to the FA and all this. Uh, but then you know you go through them all. There was some some you know when I looked through the red cards, there was you know um, I mean, the last one Chris Sutton was just stupidity. It was a, that was redemption for Matt Elliott. He stitched Matt, Chris Sutton stitched Matt Elliott up. I didn't like Chris Sutton. Right. Um, you know what he says about Leicester and stuff like this. But um, again, he, he, there was a free kick at Chelsea and. Um, before we were looking at the uh, cup final, you know, for, yeah. against Tramia the, in the Worthington Cup final. So <clears throat> I, he would nip me from behind and I just elbowed him again and that was another elbow. That was, a, you know, what I used, elbow of the head, which is madness, but the cameras were around then. And, uh, and, and obviously, you know, sent straight off. I think Dennis Wise got sent off as well. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, so that, yeah, I didn't realise I was going to miss missed that game because you know I wasn't on um, on bundles of money then it was more you get fined two weeks wages that's all you can get fined and then the rest was loyalties and pro rota for missing um, a cup final and qualifying for Europe so it was uh, you know it cost me a lot of money I can tell you Sloopy and egg yeah, and and a really interesting part of your career. Yeah. I remember growing up watching Paul Warhurst. Uh, he, he was one where he was yeah. a centre half and he reverted to striker, scored all them goals, got him a big money move to Blackburn. You did exactly the same. What was the reasons yeah, that you got yeah, pushed yeah, up front? Do you know what, Brian Little? I got sent off twice in a week. And, uh, <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, yeah, Rotherham and um, York, I think it was, or something anyway. No, no, that, that was no, that was Wigan, I think. Sorry. Anyways, twice in a week. Yeah. And uh, one was at Charlton. But, um, so, he, he, in training, I always played up front in training, so I, I, I just like the freedom of playing up front. You know, as a defender, you're under um, a lot of the microscope of you make a mistake, as you know, and be blamed for anything. But I loved it, playing up front. So, Brian Little liked, um, you know, big and small strikers like you know Peter with with him, and uh, you look at other other players that, that how he played in, in his fashion and style, and um, and, he, and I and I scored eighty nine when he put me up front, you know, and he's only putting me up there just to put me out of the way so I wouldn't get sent off. <laughs> so uh, I scored eighty nine and got sixteen goals that season, which for a defender come attacker, yeah, was uh, was excellent, and we got to. The playoff final, I think the '93 that was against Swindon. Yeah. And um, yeah, 
scored a goal and set one up and got us back in that game and uh, we nearly nicked that and then um, we had to wait another year until we beat Derby you know so again I was oh that's worth the wait uh, in the Derby final <laughs> yeah Oh, that that that's brilliant. I mean, when when you're playing up front, did you almost have that sort of natural instinct? You know, you've been a centre half all your yeah, career. Yeah, I could finish with, with my feet, and, and but my head was always. I was lethal with my head. You know, that was my uh, my my real skill was was heading the ball and uh, attacking the ball. Um, but I could finish with my feet, and um, you know, I, I really I can see how bully. You know, you could you could imagine him. You know, when you when you score a goal and you in front of your own cop or whatever yeah the the then you know the adrenaline rush that you get once it's, it's you know it's like a drug that you want more you know yes you want, yes you you just want to and 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 I, and I felt every game that i was going to score i just knew i was going to score you know before i even kicked a ball and you brilliant about it the night before on a friday i wouldn't go to sleep you know and that's what <laughs> good strikers that bully you know they didn't know he, he was a you know, proper finish. You know, and you know that's what you know. The, you look at Leicester now without the forty. You know, you look. You know, we could do with a steep bull at the minute to get us out of trouble. But uh, um, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's gonna. Do you sometimes think, Steve, with your career, what might have been if you'd have started as a striker? Yeah, yeah, it could be, could have. Um, although my build, you know, I, I was a big build, and yeah, you know. I even though you know I played against the quickest players, you know, Bully was different because he, he just not just pace, he was he was hounding everything that you you know he wouldn't leave you alone for one minute of rest, you know. But I played against Henri, I played against Michael, all these faster players, you know, yeah. and dealt with them easily. Joe Chin when he was at Villa, you know, and he was fast, you know, the other thing, and I, I could deal with them no problem. So you know, I suppose I was built to be a defender, but in them days you're employed. You know, I wish they'd do it a little bit more now. Leicester, they don't use it at all, really, now. Uh, as a last minute, you know, even if they're two down, they just try and play off for the back. And yeah. it frustrates me, really does, uh, because you want to get back in a game and you can force errors by going long. And um, people don't do that now, do they? No, it, it, it is. It's, it, it's, a, it's a changing game, Steve. And, and finally, what do you do now, Steve? Yeah. I know you, you've got a, I believe you've got an academy yeah, with Muzzy, is it? Yep. So I do quite a lot in the community, which which I guess Bully does quite a bit as well. You know, it's nice yep. uh, to go to my. I go to all the matches. I, I entertain a room. Um, me and Muzzy have got a education football program uh, yep. called AFDA, Advanced Football Development Academy, which uh, we've had for eight years now. So we're looking for players. We've not really had any that come through the ranks yet. Be nice to get one, but uh, yeah, so we, we do that. And uh, and yeah, I, I do other other stuff like Bully does charity stuff as well as. Um, events and things, so you're pretty pretty busy. Um, so so yeah, but it's uh, it, it is special. Like I said, it's, it's the memories I've got from from Wolves and Steeple, and like I say, I, I really enjoyed coming over. Um, and and don't forget, there's only one Leicester fan there. But uh, oh yeah, I know they, they always get one in the room. Yeah, and I, and, I, and they but they remember now, and they loved it. They did it. It was it made. You know, it made them games special with, with what oh, on the pitch as well as off it, yeah. Absolutely. Stephen, if you can look back on your, your career, as prolonged as it was, what's the, the memory and, you know, your abiding memory that puts a smile on your face? <laughs> um, what, with bullying me? No, no, your whole career, because, you know, your, your whole football career. What, 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 you know, what's your abiding memory of it all? Yeah, well, you know what? 
Um, but I look back and there's a goal I scored against Arsenal that 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 was unbelievable in a three-all draw. You know, people will remember that game forever in, in the folklore of Leicester City, you know. Yeah. Because um, Bergkamp scored a hat-trick and it was just an incredible match and, and the, the buzz from that I, I got... Um, also, you know, lifting the Coca-Cola Cup. I just yes. Think I played in four, you know, I played seven times at Wembley in, in a decade in the 90s and, um, or six times, I think it was. I uh, missed the bomb because I got sent off. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so they were all incredible. You do players. surprise I me. I loved the playoffs. Yeah, I loved them. But, uh, but Bullies were special, you know, they, they were... They were games that, that uh, like I say, that's that's why I've done this, is because I wanted the Wolves fans to understand that um, what it was all about. And yeah. I think they'll have a good insight now into how we are as mates and uh, and respect that. So it's, it's brilliant, even though I still go, I've been a couple of times to Wolverhampton in the crowd and I still get hounded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we still get hounded, but listen... Steve, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate you coming on the Wolf Whistle, and I hope eventually the teeth marks. Yeah, I hope we both stay up anyway. Oh yeah, I hope we both stay up. But I also hope those oh flipping not half. But I also hope those teeth marks are bullies. <laughs> Finally, the the, uh, the scars will heal. Yeah, hopefully they never will. I don't think. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Okay, all the best.